Hello, hello, hello. What is y'all? What's up? Yeah. What's up? That's how you feel about it with them braids. You gotta get that swing on. Oh, no. Welcome to episode of the British Chronicles podcast. She is Brit. I am Tish. Put it together and you get British. We did it in a long time. <laughs> we haven't. And, it, and we sounded like it too. And we yeah. got Uncle Ray. Yeah, we got Uncle Ray. In the middle of us today. Last week, we was, you know, kind of winging it. Waiting on Uncle Ray to join us, but you know he was getting cake wasted at a birthday party. So yeah, it's my cousin's <laughs> birthday, man. I thought I could do both, but the way they set that up, yeah. Shout out to her though. Happy birthday to her. I hope y'all. I hope she had a good time. Yeah, yeah. man, she enjoyed herself. I wasn't too impressed with the food, but oh, here you go. Now you a food critic. Yeah, man. Yeah. Where was it at? Crab ninety nine. You know the places is hot is is uh, is popping up like Jordans, chick like chicken yes, places, like fish and chicken places. Yes, they are. Like, when are y'all gonna be innovative? That's gonna be making me mad. I realized that food wasn't really all that good. I'm sorry that happened to you, my brother. Yeah, man, I, I had better at juicy seafood, and then there's a seafood place in Castleton that's really good too, on Allisonville by the highway got his name over but it's really good too oh yeah yeah i've seen that one uh <laughs> it's called blue something boom something. it's by the car wash yep yeah i've been there it's really good too yeah, yeah. well y'all know that I, Crap, my face looks, so i'm really cool with it like that yeah but, oh, yeah y'all all right I feel so like so we said this before we got on screen I feel like my face is so fat in this today like yeah. you are so beautiful Thank you. to us <laughs> with the ugly car don't get stuck <laughs> like that oh don't let the screen stick like that, that would be right <laughs> I better stop. Last Internet go out. Screenshot your face. <laughs> I become a meme. You'll be a meme. <laughs> Look, if I ain't got nothing else to do today, was a face. <laughs> I, I would use that meme like you be posting them videos of me. Ooh. <laughs> you petty. <laughs> but Tish be doing funny stuff out of nowhere. Have you ever seen any of those videos I be posting to Tish? No, that's fine. You don't have to see them. That's okay. It's cool, right, but I put them in the group. Because she's so random. We'll be sitting there talking about something. She'd be like, you know what? God knew what he was doing when he did not make me a musician. We was like, what? He didn't make me a musician. I was like, but you're a great singer. Because, you know, she is the, the minister of music at her church. Right. And so... And she, she, I was like, but what does that have to do with anything? She was like, because out of nowhere, I just like, and then she got this whole little thing. <laughs> Everything would turn into, <laughs> turn into uh, dancing music. I'm like, where did that even come from? I'm being serious, like for real. Like, I mean, I'm not one to ever just like bust out in song anywhere. You will not catch me doing that. <laughs> if I could play the organ, 
or the keyboard. Okay. I get kicked off. I wouldn't be employed at no church because I'd be on as soon as I get on there. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> who says that? <laughs> Every song would just start. Shot music just come out of nowhere <laughs> at a serious moment or at a funny moment. <laughs> hey, what are we talking about today, y'all? Because y'all crazy. Um. Well, before we get into that, what you you got a trick or trade for us? A tip or trick or trade? Yes, I do. For real, for real. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm trying to share our to make sure they know. Join, like, share people that are out there that are watching because I didn't even know whether we even got people on or not. We do, we got a few right hey, now. Hey, y'all! Welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay, so we're Brit's tip, tricks, or trade. And today, what you got? So, which contributes to my chunkiness looking today. It's a it's the meat trick for me. So I know a lot of y'all. If y'all like me, I'm a Sam's Club advocate shopper. And so by that being so, I buy my meat in bulk. Mm. What I found out you should do is season your meat before you freeze it. At first I was like, that's dumb because I don't know. What if I don't know what meat it is? But you always have that basic seasoning. You have that uh, onion powder, garlic powder some uh lars and some um maybe some black pepper that you put in everything that's that should be your basis for cooking period if you know how to cook and so toss that in there and freeze it it actually makes your meat even more tender number one and already seasoned so all you gotta do is is turn it into spaghetti you know the spaghetti sauce you need to little chili powder a little bit more stuff or if you you seasoning your chicken you still need your chicken seasoning and your meat tenderizer but it actually works, y'all. At first, I was like, that's dumb, but I no longer say that. Shout out to William Givens. I got that from him because <clears throat> he was doing it. And I'm like, what are you doing? But I tried it for myself. And it actually is a really good meat trick. Season your meat before you freeze it. So they uh, have to take it. Huh? So they would be. And they Wait a minute. You are echoing or something is happening. Maybe it's because I got off and came back home. There you go. Can you hear me? You're fine now. I am fine. Yes. All right. Well, so I'm saying, so when people do that, are they putting it inside of a freezer bag? Is that what they're doing? They're taking it out and seasoning it and putting it in a freezer bag? Mm-hmm. Because you, when I buy, well, it's only me. My son don't eat all this stuff. So if I buy the, it'd be like 25 pieces of chicken in the the big the big bulk when I buy in bulk. So there we go. Once I I separate out everything out into freezer bags, wash the chicken. Go ahead and wash the chicken off. Always wash your meat. Don't y'all don't don't y'all be out there not washing your meat off. Either it get washed off before you freeze it, or you wash it after while you cooking. Meat should be wrenched off. Do you know how many people argue about that? Wrench your meat off. If you know how to cook and you know how to season, your seasoning ain't going nowhere. But you it. Ranch your meat off. I don't trust nobody that don't ranch their meat off. Oh, I've always done that. I don't understand why you wouldn't, but mm-hmm. people argue it, argue you down about it. No, don't don't argue with me. That you know what that means? I ain't even at your house. That's all it is. I ain't got nothing to say. 
Oh, you said don't you don't wash your meat? Oh, okay. What you make at the pitch in? Oh, okay. Stay away from that dish. Oh, well. What y'all drinking today? Season it. I have nothing. I don't even have a cup around me. I'm sorry. That one, he drinking something that he needs to tell y'all about. I am drinking a master cleanse. Have I didn't know men did that. Water, lemon, maple syrup, and cayenne pepper. Has it been working already? I just started it today. Mm. Next week, tell us how that goes for like the turnaround on that. Yeah, yeah. I'm coming to y'all live from Casa de la Chandler. Say that. This is Holy Rollers. Say that. The point of no living at all house. No drinking, no smoking, no point of living at all house. So that that was that was my parents' home when I was younger. Ice water it is. I feel that. Uh yes, Julius, there are people who don't wash their chicken. There's a whole uh there's a whole argument about it on social media, on YouTube, like it's it's everywhere. And it's mainly um Yeah. Mm -hmm. they so, even there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, put their food right right up out of the package. People out here not washing their meat. <laughs> yeah. But okay, what's today's topic? Okay. Today? today we are going to talk about seeking closure. Okay. This is really a good one. Okay. And what that looks like. That's okay, that's better. What that looks like and if it is even necessary. Mm. Um do you have to have it? Mm. And what kind of closure makes you feel, I guess, okay, satisfied to where you're comfortable with, you know, totally walking away from either a relationship with a, the opposite sex or a, a friend, a friend to friend relationship. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's, we're gonna kind of unpack that today. Yeah. Um, what do y'all think about closure? Um, is that something I'm interested, Uncle Ray? <laughs> if closure is something that you need. It was at one point, and it probably still is in one particular situation. But um, for the most part, if you don't have closure, when I didn't have closure, it made me a bitter person without knowing I was bitter. And you don't it have made you, It made you do what? I'm it sorry. made me bitter. Bitter, okay. Bitter people are people who didn't get closure. And sometimes there are people who don't want closure. Right. They find comfort in being bitter. So to the, to the point where they don't even realize they're being bitter. That's what happens when you don't have closure. So I had somebody who wronged me in 2016. And um, I'm still trying to forgive that person. Um, 
So I'm trying to seek the closure, but at one point in time, I wasn't trying to seek it, which made me a very angry person. It made me outside of my own character. It made me treat other people who had nothing to do with my situation a certain way, all because of what I had going on. Because people like myself used to go to a different, go to my dessert before I finish my dinner. You know what I'm saying? Like the plate wasn't completely finished and I tried to move on to something else. Mm -hmm. So when you try to do that, sometimes they mix together and it becomes a very nasty thing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people can't stomach how nasty that stuff can be. That's how bitter people get. Makes sense. What about you, Brits? Well, um, I guess we talk about this all the time. Y'all know I'm not good at like leaving relationships or whatnot. Um, I think I have gotten. Hold on, let's let's uh, quickly. As far as closure goes, do you think when you do have closure to a situation, you actually stop talking to that people, those people? You don't necessarily have to talk, stop talking to them. But what I've learned to do is with those people from that particular situation, it's like you have a family member. You learn the difference between a family member and a relative. So it's like you love your relative. This might be a distant aunt or a cousin. could be a sister. They're still related to you. So if family get together, sure, I'll go. If I see my niece or nephew or a little cousin walking on the street, duh, I'm going to pick them up and take them home. Like, it's still love there, but are you that person I'm hanging out with? Are you that person I'm talking to every day? Are you that person where, you know, if I'm at the store and I got extra food stamps, am I going to make sure you got food too? Probably not. You're not that person. I don't have you in my circle to affect my energy. I have outside of my circle where I choose to reach outside of my circle to check on you. And that's simply because God made me that way. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'll reach outside my circle to check on you, but I don't have to bring you in my circle. I'll reach outside my circle to check on you where it's safe. I could check on you and say, hi, bye. See you all right and you breathing. I'm going to go back to my circle and continue in my peace. And I might mm-hmm. not talk to you again for a while, but at least I'm making sure you okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you're getting closure from a situation and you got your closure, that means you don't hate that person. There's there's no ill feeling. So if I don't feel no hate towards you, what would make me not see you on the street and say, oh, hey, Brittany, how you doing? You say, oh, I'm good, Ray. Right. All right, well, you go on about your day. I like your shirt. Oh, thank you. And I might not even see you again for a while, but at least we not out here mugging each other and mm-hmm. get in a car and call somebody like, I just seen Ray Bud in the mall. I to <laughs> him, but and you know I ain't forgave him for what he did. Them was bitter people. Mm. Okay. So you know, this is why I love our podcast. Cause our, our my life be living out through the, the podcast because a lot of things that I have happened. Now remember when I tell these stories. That don't mean they happened yesterday, last week. This could have been years ago. I'm just now saying something about it, people. Okay. I be getting that a lot. Because if I leave it up to y'all, my whole life, it, and that's something that happened between yesterday and today. This happened in these last 18 weeks. Boy, it, it may it may have been that. I'll give it 18 weeks. weeks. So, <laughs> in the closure part, 
I have had closure with this person. We were talking. We ended up, I, I found out that this person was lying. I had fallen in love with this person. Found out that they were lying. Mm. Finally, we did a whole lot of back and forth playing. Because I'm not good. Once you done played me, it's like, I got to just play you till I feel like I'm done playing you. Okay. And so it went on like that back and forth for a while. And then it was just like, let's just put everything on the table. You, We got love for each other, but we are here and we not going to ever get past or or get where we were unless we talk about everything. So we actually ended up having our little come to Jesus moment and we were in a great place. This is where I'm at. First of all, I do not condone the actions in which just would transpire. So him and I, he would come and have lunch with me at my job every Thursday for years. Mm-hmm. Every Thursday, on uh, like clockwork, so one one Thursday he'll pay, the next Thursday I'll pay, and we would go back and forth like that. Okay. A friend of mine, all of a sudden, out of the blue, I think he purposely unblocked me or un whatever he was doing to keep me from seeing his pages or his thing. It pops up that he's engaged, so then that intrigues me. So I'm going to look at all of this stuff. You've been dating and living with someone for the past couple of years while you're having lunch with me every day on a Thursday. Hmm. Now realize we're not in a relationship. It was strictly platonic. We were just friends. We laughed, but we unpacked that situation. So me being me, Lord help me, Jesus. Got mad, had that conversation. You're about to get married. So all communication to me is done like you don't have anything else to say to me you are now unavailable to me not that we were even anything but we were enough so me and my closure it should have been left at that correct okay i'm selfish i'm not even gonna lie i am selfish and i went to a a bad point yeah nothing happened between us but this person I was so comfortable with and what happened? And huh? What happened? Oh, nothing sexual happened. I just like we had I'm trying to skip past all of this preliminary. What did you do? I called them because I I didn't have anybody else to call so I could just get comfort from a man. And he came running. So now I feel like, so now we kind of communicate back and forth like a good morning. Hey, how you doing? Every blue moon. But I don't want that. And I feel bad. Is he, ain't he married now? Girl, why you have to bring that up again? Well, that he was engaged at that time. I'm assuming that this was a little while ago. So now he's probably married. By that time he was. By the time I'm talking about. Like I said, none of this happened yesterday. Okay. Yes. So does that mean I reopen and I need to close it again? Yes. He's a married man. Hold on. Didn't say no. it was I no, 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 no. We don't talk. We don't we don't talk. It's just every blue moon. It was me. It was Do I was thinking. Do you know his wife? Mm-mm. 
Does his wife know you? Mm-mm. Cut it off. So you, so there is a such thing as double closure. I, you feel like I opened it back up? Because I didn't feel like that was, I feel like we had closure to us having a relationship or having a thing. I, it was just a moment, a slip moment where I just needed a, someone that genuinely loved me just to hug me and say everything is going to be okay. And that's all it was. It was in public. It wasn't behind closed doors. It wasn't, it wasn't anything like that. The only thing now is it's like a text every once in a while. You all right? Or a Marco Polo. And I just be like kind of weirded. I'm like, uh, I don't like can that. I, can I ask you a question? Go ahead, Ray Bud. Okay. So when you were dealing with this young man, what was the nature of your relationship with him? Was it y'all just had lunch on Thursdays and that was kind of it? After we found, after we knew that we, it was never going to be anything else between us. No, 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 no. Prior Before the lunches. The, the lunches came after the part. Okay, so what I'm saying is you said you and him was having lunch with each other every Thursday and then you found out that he was... Mm, he had fully moved on to a different type of relationship okay. but it wasn't we were just being we were just cool by then okay so my i guess my question is when you guys were having lunch mm -hmm. having lunch on thursdays what got you upset when you found out he was about to get married what made you upset if that is all you guys were doing was having lunch in any relationship that I'm in or, or fr in friendships, period, I always like to know being the no, because people are crazy. People are dying over feelings. I need to I need to be able to know what, what I'm doing or what I'm walking myself into. So that woman could have showed up one day out of the blue and all heck could have broke those. Now, number one, you we right here. I'm not far from my job. There, there could be my co-workers around like. It's just something you, it's, it's about that for me. It wasn't about that, that he was there. You were endangering me not knowing what's going on. And then what if her family member or somebody's family member could have ran back and said such and such. Like you prepare somebody for that type of lifestyle. Like if you, if you're doing it, I mean, even though it was, it was nothing but platonic, we knew what it was, but I wasn't prepared for that. Let me pick because if that, I wouldn't have picked that for us. So Us basically what she's saying is he, he never told you he was even dealing with anybody. Right. Okay. Not exclusive like that anyway. Living with, that's, I mean, it's different. If you had a girlfriend, oh, okay, you got a girlfriend, it's cool. But, I, I mean, I not figured you were, you, you know what I mean? You had a woman or whatever, but you living with this somebody and she could have walked up in there and wanted to slap me upside the head and I wouldn't have known nothing that was going on. Yeah. I think that's why I'm more so like leave it be. Mm. Because to close it again. No, don't close. You don't have anything. To, what do you have to close at this point? Yep, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's nothing to close. Just don't text him anymore. No replies. There's a block button, buddy. You married? What? Yeah. What? What? And I, I mean, and I think it's because. With my guy friends, I have uh, an abundance of them, way more than I have female friends. I make sure if they're new, that their wife or girlfriend knows mm -hmm. who I am. Mm -hmm. Like straight up, this is this is my sister. My, you know, and most of them have relationships with my parents, so they're like, 
this is her people. You know, like if they don't. I don't want them to feel like anything is off of relationships or our relationships or whatever. Because me and um my best friend, we'll go grab dinner. We'll go grab lunch together, and his wife won't be there, but she knows me. She knows that there is nothing there. Mm-hmm. But for a woman who don't know you, never heard of you, they mm-hmm. see you or they hear about you, and then they look at you, that's gonna be a whole problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Cause I was like, "That's what," and that's the other thing. While we the lunches and stuff stopped, because I'm like, "Have you told her anything about me? Does she?" Uh, I found out that she does know of me because we have people in common or whatnot. But she doesn't like, know. She don't know of you as like the person exactly. who to lunch with her. That's where my problem comes in. It and that and that's where my thing was. I, that's why I was just saying. Is, is it another thing that I need to go close again? Because I don't think that he think that we about to get together or any. I don't think he thinks that he shouldn't. Because I don't be no indication. That. He shouldn't think that. But nine times out of ten, he probably feels like that door is still open for him to say and do whatever he wants to do when it comes to you. Mm-mm. Which is disrespectful yeah. to his marriage and his wife or fiance or whomever that he's 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 married by now, correct? Oh, uh, I believe so. Yeah, this ain't nothing lately. That's what I'm saying. Like it's been, it's not. It's like my birthday or his birthday. Like we'll kind of send back happy birthdays or happy Mother's Day, happy Father's Day, and the holidays or stuff. But I don't even want those no more. Block B L O C K. I don't even want those. And you have to, you you have to realize too. In order, the reason why you are in control to close this door is because you opened it. That's what I was saying. Is it me that opened this? Is that why I should close it again? You opened the door, which puts you in the driver's seat of the situation. Mm. Driving the situation is up to you to control how the car goes and stops. You open this situation. You're in control of it. Once you open this door back up and you reach out to him for that male comfort, that is where things went wrong. Because, Mm -hmm. yes, he was wrong for accepting the bait, but you threw the wire out there for it to even be caught. So you have to realize, too, you made that situation for yourself. Okay. So, because even though your intentions may have been one way, you should, being the intelligent woman you are, because nobody would have a job like what you have if they're not an intelligent person. It's just sometimes people like yourself like to look at people and think that people will move. Understand. Yeah. And understand or move like I move. How you move. And that doesn't happen. Most people like him are opportunists. Mm. He was uh, married. He reached out to him. Crazy thing, he could have reached out to him at a time where he was not really feeling like he could. Because niggas that be married, dudes that get married sometimes, I've known a lot of married men, they feel like they losing it sometimes. Some guys that feel like that. They've been with a woman for so long and they married. They just want to see if they still get it. Mm. So it's like, out it made him feel like okay you know what I mean so that's my so he's able to have that conversation with you and talk 
he probably wouldn't have took it further. But to be able to go his phone and text you and talk to you, that made him feel like he still got it. Mm-hmm. But it's like your mindset, you looking for male comfort, but okay, your male comfort came at an expensive cost. Thank you. It came at an expensive cost. Both of y'all keep saying thank you. Let me find somebody so I can say thank you to them. Sorry, I don't like you in the charger. So this thing won't go dead. You can't do that. It's a pen. <laughs> right. We can't boost with that. <laughs> we tell you that every week. We got to fight you. Okay, Tish. Enough of my um uh toboggles. I don't know. So I wouldn't say cause see Brittany, this is what this one gets me with you. What? Hey, you bring your stories here. <laughs> we unpack them. Yeah, but see, when you unpack things, you unpack them only so much. But I feel like you bring particular situations here because you want advice on these situations. I feel like you be wanting advice in these situations. I do because it is, a bit, but I just want to know if it comes up again, I know how to handle it better. Until you really realize where closure needs to happen and how closure needs to happen. Because yes, we do these podcasts, you guys do them to reach out to others, but we're here too, so this is to help us as well. We've had many an episode where they help us too because we're unpacking things too. Just like you got people that's tuning in and some people may get advice or ask for advice. It's very dope. But your situation, ma'am, if you don't completely close that door, don't confuse closure with you cracking the door or you shutting the door but don't lock it. Like you have to completely close that situation. How we get back on me? But don't close those. We never left. Hold on. So you say, so hold on, hold on. You feel like this period about a lot of my situations, period. You know what? And you say that, and I'm gonna say care from what I'm telling you. I'm I didn't know I'm gonna agree with what you're saying. Because you know I run. Okay. I, I, I run quick in a hurry. I just be trying to let it go. Man right there. Nope. I'm gonna bring you back. I duck and dodge. That particular situation, ma'am, could be and will be very dangerous to what you're supposed to do in life if you continue high and by that man. Oh, I got that. But, uh, well... Okay, I just want you to understand we're talking about closure. That situation needs to be closed. Do you know why it made me adamant to say that? Because when you said that, Tisha's whole reaction and emotion jumped right into that situation. And I felt it. She just, she shook every little piece of hair in her head. All this head. The way she twisted her head. And there was, there was, I mean, it was, it wasn't a piece of hair that was steel. <laughs> Every piece of hair on her head to show you no. Like you talked on one episode about how close you two are. So opposites attract, and you two are completely opposite. But that is a situation where you should definitely listen to your opposite. 
because oh definitely had you it are been a very something... nice person with a very outgoing personality and your mindset is always to be a friend and be cool but you have to understand the way the guys are set up in this day and age they are not set up that way when you are friendly with a man like that a man who takes a friendly woman won't see her as a friend you'll see maybe you have some interest in him this is not the day and age where a woman can have a lot of those types of male platonic friends. I'm but learning I, that. When uh, if a man has to, you'll know it because, you know, you'll be able to talk to the guy and then you'll be like, you know, my, my man, he's going through, and you'll see the man's reaction. It is very hard to have a legit male friend who wants nothing from you but to be a friend. Most guys in this day and age are not built like that. I ain't got no new ones either. All of mine have been since high school. Yeah. No. They're not built like that. Most. Of them. And the ones that are are probably, you know, fans of the rainbow flag. But, um, and there's nothing wrong. We're going to get into that. We're going to unpack that. Why, why you feel like that's, that's okay to say it that way. <laughs> Five, I'm, and that's a big number. Eighty-five percent of any color of woman, if they have a male best friend, most of them have a male best friend who is of that color flag. Very true. Well, one that used to be mine was not of the flag, and I had him since third grade. So I said, well, there are some like myself who fit in the other side, but most guys who are willing to be friends with a woman in a full-blown relationship where the guy feels comfortable is because he knows that other guy is of that flag. And most of those guys are guys who they listen, they're very attentive, and they're able to be that friend that that woman needs. And they don't have a hidden motive because they don't mm-hmm. want to be in a relationship with you. They don't want sex they don't want to just see you naked. They don't want for you to talk to them about your guy so they can give you bad advice to make you leave your guy. They're not that type of person. Mm-hmm. They don't hold it with you. They honestly just want to see you happy. So it's very hard for a woman to find that. And I say that because you may have been trying to be a genuine friend to that guy having lunch with him, but he had motives when dealing with you. Which is why he wasn't completely honest with the situation. Because if mm-hmm. he would have presented himself for him to get more than lunch with you, he would have took it. Without yeah. telling you that somebody. That's understandable. I agree with that. Yeah. You have to be I'll be on here don't like and, and, and to our viewers too. Like I bring up controversial stuff because what else is gonna keep us here listening and talking? Like every I don't unpack it all. I appreciate it, but this I don't unpack it all because it don't always all be there because it don't always all be the truth about what I got go or what I may or may not have going on in the present. But like I said, it is true that I do uh, you know, may we send back back and forth happy birthdays and on holidays, but Wrong. We we've talked about it for years. We've talked. We always talk about how I don't. Oh yeah, Juju Bean. That is my. That's my work employee friend. We Juju Bean. You know we. You know we straight platonic. We, you know how we roll. Uh, his wife knows about me and she's cool. I've been seeing her and all that. But, but see, that's the thing. That's the thing. If they don't have an issue with mm-hmm. 
telling you, this is my girl. Let me, you know, I want to her and, you know, vice versa. One of the first things that I did when me and Charles started dating, I told him, I said, I have a lot of guy friends that I call brothers and I want you to meet all of them. And I made sure that he met all of them mm -hmm. so that he can know this is who, you know, if you hear me talking to, if you hear some male voice on the other end of my phone, this is who it is. Mm -hmm. It ain't nothing, you know, we've been friends since whatever, blah, blah. And I, I mean, so if they can't be upfront with you and tell you about that, mm -hmm. I feel like there is a hidden motive. Yeah. And that's where the disrespect comes from on their part, because I don't believe you're being disrespectful until you know otherwise and you continue on. That's mm -hmm. what I was telling you to cut it off, like cut it off for real, for real, because now that you know that he's married and she knows nothing about you, which nine times out of 10, she's not gonna approve of y'all, you know, hanging out or talking or whatever, then you're going into the lane that disrespectful to their, what they got going on. I agree. Yeah, right now you're not in that realm because you know, you, now that you know, cause like, there's a difference between somebody being ignorant and sometimes people forgive they don't know the definition of the two so they call stupid ignorant. ignorant means you just don't know right stupid person knows they just do what they to do what they doing wrong. that's what makes somebody stupid because you know better that's why you hear somebody mother talking to the kid and they say you know better like that's them saying you being stupid you know better you know better than that Mm -hmm. who has no idea that they're completely in the wrong they're ignorant it could be taught so now that you learn you know, now it is up to you to go out and do what's right even though it may be hard because change comes in degrees mm -hmm. can't change or do anything overnight change comes right. in it's just all about you taking the proper steps to prepare for that Mm -hmm. so it'd be I agree with that. For me to tell you to do this overnight, or for her to say, cut it off overnight. But this is something you have to do. It has to be done in the right degree and it has to be done correctly. You have to cut that off completely. Because even now that he's very, even high and by is wrong, unless the conversation turns into you saying, well, if we're going to be friends, I would like to meet the wife. Mm -hmm. and if you don't feel comfortable cutting off a situation that's how you'll know what type of man you're dealing with mm -hmm. you ask him since we're going to be friends I would love to fight the week. okay so let's go on to a new situation get it got it good uh, let's go to this other one yeah. but because like for real like I don't always just because, like you said, I don't always tell the full story about something because nine times out of ten, I probably didn't already handled it how I would handle it, but I gotta be y'all devil's advocate. Like, who else is gonna be the bad guy on our show? She's married, so she can't have no escapades. I'm pretty much the only one that can, and you in a relationship, so I'm the only one that can really yeah, have the escapades. On to a new one. I guess I'm the person who needs closure, and it will kill me until I get it here and in my heart and that is with 
any relationship, like any friendship, any, because if for any reason I fall off with any of my friends, I automatically, and I'm like, okay, is it something I did? What did I do? And I almost like, so I had a friend. One thing that happened to me when I got married, nobody told me that my circle was going to change. And it did. And I wasn't prepared for that. And so I had a friend that I was friends with since the second grade. After my wedding, our relationship just kind of flopped with no, 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 like speaking of that I did anything or any, I mean, it's like six months later and I'm like, whoa, okay. Can you please tell me if I did something? Was I a bridezilla? Did I say something? Did you have to spend too much money? Did you, did some, tell me something. And it was not until 2020 that I actually got what I felt like was the answer to my question. That was a whole five years later. I still, you know, I still would reach out and say, hey, hope you good. She would do the same thing. But that conversation, I was waiting for that. You did this or this is what was happening. And I had to wait five years to get that. Mm-hmm. And so it bothered me. Mm-hmm. It bothered me a lot. I would tell Charles all the time. I'm like, dude, I do not know what I did. I don't know how like a friendship from that long could just flop over you know and all these things running through my head and i mean it was just it was nuts and when we finally was able to talk about it and she explained i was just like i want to go back to us not talking no because we never really stopped talking it's just i didn't have a best friend anymore like that was the last person that I called my best friend and I stopped after that and I said I'm not calling anybody else my best friend I'm gonna call my husband my best friend and everybody else gonna be bro sis or they're gonna be an acquaintance because that like messed me up like the mm. second grade that was over 20 years right so right I I have a real problem with um Closure. Closure. Yeah. Like, so do you feel like like I did something? Give me the chance to apologize. Mm. Give me the chance to own what I did or give me the chance to say something. Like don't just I don't know. I think I've only had one time where I felt like I needed to let somebody go. And I finally did it. I was mad as crap at that person for quite a while mm-hmm. and when I finally got to tell her what she did to me she's like oh I didn't even know I still never got an apology but at this point I'm just like okay whatever you know it is what it is I don't fool with you anymore I will say hey like you were talking about before I'll say hey and that's probably about it yeah I try not to burn my bridges 
I, I think that'd be my problem too. Either, but I realize now that seasons change with people, and I'm just like at a point of if your season is up, I'm learning how to let you go. Yeah, but I need to figure that out. Like even in friendships, it's some people. Now it's not some; it's a lot of people. We know that um, when you have a big heart and you give, like let's let's just put this out here, my podcast. Anybody that knows me, y'all will see me all the time post about support. I support everybody and everything that they do. I don't care if you out here selling lemonade that everybody, everybody's doing. I'm going to support you. I'm going to repost. I'm going to attend your event. I'm going to buy things from you. But what I have seen as far as my our podcast goes, I don't get the same from a lot of people. And it, it is not that you have to watch. At least like. At least share one time. At least and I be, and that's what would be troubling me sometimes. I'm just like, and if I really sit back and look at how many people I really support, I'd be like, dang. Well, the problem with that is you have to realize that if you're showing support, you're showing support because of that's who you are. That's who I am. And when you show support to someone because of who you are, you might not get that support from them. That support is going to come from someone else. Mm. Like, it's the same thing. It's called, it's called being, it's called paying. So it's like, if you're showing love to people and you're going out and you're uh, investing in people and you're doing this because that's the type of person you are. See what I'm saying? That's true. It's the same as when people go to go to church and they tie and they give to the church. Well, yeah, they do that for a reason, but they mainly people do that because that's the type of person they are. They give. Most people who give in church like that, they're natural givers anyway. Mm-hmm. But when they receive their blessings, when it comes, it doesn't come from inside the church. It comes from once they leave outside of that church. Mm-hmm. That's good. Come inside of the church because where you're giving is not going to be always where you're receiving it. So, Dish, we rub it off on it. He's talking about church. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, what he's saying though is like one of those things of I am a terrible scripture quoter, but I I know it's there. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. Where where you sow may not be where you reap. reap. So you can put a lot of seeds into something and may not ever even see it harvest. Or you may not even reap the benefits from it harvesting from that person, but it will come to you again from someone else in another shape, form or fashion or from somewhere, you know, so yeah. That's why you shouldn't look for the people who, people you supporting, they're not going to be the people who supporting you. Like people you love, are not no. going to support you. It's going to be the people who love you. And you know? right, and, and, and that's my thing. Like the the church thing is, is on is to the nail. Tisha tell you like me when it when it comes to like me tithing, I'm a faithful tither. If I don't do nothing else, God gonna get his money first. And we see in my life how he always gives back to me. So I don't do it. I guess I just I've always I, I just felt like. You I guess it, I guess it did come around. As far as I think it comes around in the love for my son. Maybe that's where it is. People that I I support and I poured out a lot of love to people's kids, and my son is really really loved, like genuinely loved. So maybe maybe that's what it is. And I and that's not that I never I never do anything to get it back. 
that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, I just, I just, I just thought that like, dang, I've seen Britney around, or I've seen her like, here she go, or because anybody I see, I just feel like we everybody swears up and down that their mentality is support each other, support our black community, support this, support that, and then when this stuff comes out, you're not really supporting like how you should. Yeah. And so I just be, and so I'm not really just talking about me. I'm just talking about in general the black events that go on. My uncle has his non for profit organization. All he does, him and my aunt are true philanthropists. Their kids are grown, and had, and I have a kid and all that. And all they do is pour into the youth of the community. Robotics program. They run Simba Simpson trying to teach our black kids, but the people around us are not pouring into them like they should. I'm like, here he is giving all this for our youth, free programs. They done did the dirt, what's that called? The Derby Hill, I don't know if y'all ever seen it on 30th Street. They have a club where your child can come for free and get, and, and learn how to make their own soapbox and, and run in the soapbox derby. But we're not even bringing our kids out for that stuff. So that's where I, that's where I be like feeling uh, trying to understand really so let me tell you what where i learned really about support from people okay of course i will always have my immediate family that'll support me when i had she love shoes most of the people that bought shoes from me were not people in my family that were not people in my family. It would be people that I met because they love shoes, or it would be people that I would meet at like events or networking things, and they would ask me what my business is about. Why? Can you play with me? No, not right now, but I promise I do. And they would literally, they would literally start pouring into my business because they would support me. And I mean, in real life, Brittany, shoes, she loves shoes is what connected us again. True. Like, you like shoes, you wanted a personal shoe shopper. And so you would pay me to find you shoes. We didn't have no kind of, you know, serious relationship other than the fact that we knew each other from childhood. But I told her what my business was and she was like, oh, I know you, you a sister, you trying to do this and I love shoes, so I'm gonna support you. It was people like that. It was not my family. I mean, my mom would work with me and my dad and all them would do what they could behind the scenes. But as far as other family members, friends, no. Yeah. Yeah. So I stopped respecting that. That's good. I'm glad you realized that. Because so, so that's not a reason to close some doors. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like once you realize that, that's because people who realize that they've been burned or hurt by people like kind of where you are. So they realize to get closure from that situation. So they, they're able to move on the correct way. So Yeah. And it's it's really not a it's not a reason to close doors because the thing I have learned is people flock to and support 
what appeals to them. Okay. So our podcast, a person that is, you know, not really up on sitting and listening to people talk or not really up on the topics that we even talk about, they may not ever listen. But that doesn't mean that they don't support you if you were doing something else that appeals more to them. Or they just might not be that type of person. Yeah. Like you might have a person around who you cool with and that's not them. Like sometimes people gotta realize like if you're friends with somebody and that don't mean y'all gotta bring the same thing to the table. Like you are a supportive person. They might need support. That's what makes y'all friends. Instead of you looking at this person like they're a user, instead of you looking at this person like they're a user, like it's more so a thing where you're a person who gives support. They're a person who supports. So y'all work out and they make mm-hmm. it for a season. But that is why y'all work out. But that doesn't mean like she said you need to close doors or cut off those types of people. Please, you gotta realize these people are who they are. That's what you want them to be. So I used to do that same thing. So I, I understand that. But if I'm gonna support somebody, like I just got back here. I just literally just got back to the house a little bit before eight because my homie is starting his clothing line. I got another homie started his clothing line too, Rich Off Wrist, uh Calvin C. Wade and another homie who started his and you know he shot me the link so i was trying to buy his clothing line you know what i mean because i'm supporting him but at the same time do i expect seaway or do i expect my homie to where my book come out and my stuff come out do i automatically expect them to buy into me no i'm going to expect the people like she said who read books these people who i don't know people who love me people who love my work and love what i do these are going to be people that buy into what I what I do. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. going to be the people who I'm buying into because it's a circle. I buy into somebody, somebody else buys into me. It's a mm-hmm. circle. You know yeah. what I mean? And you might not know the person who's going to give to you because it's a full circle. Everything yeah. So that's kind of how it goes. So with this podcast, you're not going to get the same people you give that support to to turn it around because most of the people that are watching you, people who see you are going to be people who you don't know. Like I literally was just at, where was we at? A Texas bro house. And a lady got out the car and was like, oh, you're a great boy. You have a group. You have a support group. Compared to, I dealt with a female for almost two years and she would not support my group because it was started by a man, not by a woman. But she needed my group because she wanted to start her dance company and so i used my group because there's over five thousand members in my group to support her and share her thing in my group but i did not expect her to support me because my support was going to come from somewhere else and lo and behold like i say i just was at uh texas roll house just yesterday and the lady got out her car where her dude looked like a dude was in the car and she said, hey, I'm such and such. I'm in your group. I'm in your group. Oh, my God. Like, hey, you know what I mean? I saw you and your wife. I'm like, okay, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but it was good. You know what I mean? Because she, yeah. she, decided she got out the car to show that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. But see, 
And you also have to think about what support looks like for different people. So say your your friend's clothing line, okay? I'm gonna use that as an example because you just mentioned it. Your friend sends you a link and says, hey, I need you to purchase from my clothing line or support me. You have a baby on the way. This is hypothetical. I'm not speaking into your pockets. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have a baby on the way. You just moved. You got all this stuff going on. You can't financially put money into his clothing, you know, situation right now. But you can share. You can tell other people. You can send the link to all the, you know, you can do a whole lot of other things to support him that he maybe won't know about unless you decide, oh, to tell him, oh, I shared your stuff, you know, that kind of thing. But who we also can't forget about those people either. Mm-hmm. Because I've definitely been that person where it's like, oh, my friend did this for me, and I, you know, financially, and it comes around to like being able to do for them, and I feel like because it's just like, oh, I can't match that, I can't do that. But then, but I never, I never want anything matched for me because y'all know me, I'm the one I got to outdo. Like when I come with gifts, baby, I want you to be like, yay. But for me, you being around, people being around is enough for me. I guess my podcast, because I feel like my podcast don't cost nothing. No, so it, our doesn't, it doesn't, cost, doesn't. It cost anything. So that's maybe why. But it is what it is. It doesn't. But Brittany, when I tell you, I told you about me joining a new team at work. And I literally, you had to do one fun fact thing. And this lady, I said, um, a fun fact about me is me and my husband started a podcast off in an argument. And I said, I have another podcast with a friend. Somebody literally came off a mute and was like, yeah, I listened to your podcast with Britt. I don't even know this lady. (laughs) I don't. Brittany knows her, but I don't. And I'm like, you do? She's like, yeah, I listen to y'all every Tuesday. And I'm like... Okay. I mean, it's, it's stuff like that. It's like, okay. She's excited about listening to us every Tuesday, but my family member or my best friend or somebody may not be. I, I mean, I just kind of look at the people that are rooting and not the people that are not. Because if you focus on the people that are not, you're going to be picking out a whole lot of people and you're going to miss the people that are actually you know, sewing into you and blessing you and, you know, things like that. So, yeah. Yeah. I understand that. But y'all know an interesting um, thing, the one that I really wanted us to talk about because obviously I went on a, I went on a, uh, Ray Bud told me I needed to be by myself and I swore off me and for a minute because everything was going wrong. Huh? For how long? So, Braybud had told me until I unpacked some other things about myself that I, so I went on a hiatus. So, when I tell y'all I ghosted, I blocked, and I deleted my majority of my contacts, except when I was being toxic and uh, healthy toxic. I'm on my podcast. You're going to say call it junk right now. Um, and so. Have y'all ever is that have you has anybody ever used ghosting as a way to uh, a way a way to uh, what what is it called what's the topic today? Well, I've done that one time closure for closure. 
and I, I and it is still not closed for me because I feel like I was wrong. But I'm not getting ready to go back and open that door. Yeah. I'm just not. Yeah. And I, I mean, I told the story about that before with the person that I went back to. And I know I didn't go back to him. But the whole point is we did what we did. And the next day and days after, I stopped talking to him. And I think I feel bad about it because it's not the type of person I am. But I'm not getting ready to go and be like, hey, how are you? No. It's just, it is what it is. It's just dead. I used to be scared of seeing the person again. That's what I think. That's why I'm always telling him. It probably will just be a hey, how you? I be trying to fade out. Let's get seven. Like, oh, I'm busy. I got my son. I'm busy. I'm at work. I got homework. <laughs> Boom. Kind of got the the hint. That's kind of what I do. I don't. Like- I apologize for all my background noise. I don't, I don't like ghosting. I feel like that's a coward way out of a situation. Mm. I, that's my opinion. That is my opinion. Yeah. I, it, it, yeah. That is that is strictly mine. Nobody well, has to agree, but that's yeah. just how I feel. Like, cause my thing is if you want it to be over or you want to end a friendship or a relationship, you will have that adult conversation and you will do so. Not just totally ignoring the person and then never saying anything to them about anything. And I, I'm not talking about just randoms. I'm talking about real friendships, real relationships. Yeah, I, I feel you. I've I've done that. Um, yeah. It's not that I want to coward my way out. It was it was just. I'm sorry, y'all. My son and my uncle are getting into it about him playing with him. <laughs> so um, I don't. I, I don't want to say that about the coward way out because sometimes I feel like it adds fuel to the fire. Like ain't nobody gonna get nothing accomplished because how how important are these people to you? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like if it's somebody, some random, you know, then it doesn't matter. But if this is somebody that matters to you then ghosting is a cowardly way of getting out of a conversation that you really need to have. Most people are somewhat controlling. So when they lose control of a situation, they rather let it go and try to fix it. So they would ghost somebody. That's what happens. I've done that. And you lose control of a situation like it's like stuff so bad it's like you talking to yourself because it's like you you ask yourself questions in your head and you, you probably should get the answer from that person but you're like nah because i don't want to get this answer that i think it's gonna be it's gonna you know what i mean so it's like you know what i might as well just cut it off i'm gonna just cut it all off just cut this person off you know what i mean just cut the whole situation off that way i don't have to deal with it but what ends up happening is you cut it off but they didn't know it was cut off and they didn't cut it off so they didn't get that closure yep you got the closure because 
usually that's what happens when men and women break up. A woman gets closure first. And that's how a lot of dudes end up with their, like, you know, busting the girl windows out and showing up at the girl house, walking in, you know, doing crazy stuff. And that's because the woman leaves the dude in her head mentally already. And then when she gets to a point of leaving him physically, she's already there. So she most of the time doesn't even need no closure. She's cool because she's already got that while she was, you know, dealing with you. She got her closure. Well, Dude we, is the one who didn't get any closure. He didn't get any why are we breaking up? What is going on? What did I do? Can we well, say that is for the person who actually is trying to break away and break up? Because it's not always the man that doesn't well, get I'm closure. on a podcast with two women. So I figured I'm just saying some, some backflap from that. I'm just saying it, it in my experience in life is not always the man. I was hoping your experience. Well, I'm not I'm talking about in even seeing other situations, not the not even my own. Mm-hmm. It's not always the man who gets the short end of the stick. Yeah. Right. Many times it's the woman because my thing is I want to this, I always this is like a whole I, like different topic. Go ahead, y'all. But I tell y'all, I, I always want to be able I be meaning it when I say we always gonna be friends. If you if you need me, you can call me. Mm-hmm. I don't be telling people that. And I need to stop doing it. And that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I need to stop doing that. Because that person that we were just talking about earlier. They had a flat tire. Like this is and this is in between that little they had a flat tire that called me to come and get them. And I was like, but where is where where is she at? Like, why are you calling me asking me for a ride? Like, oh, she's across town doing something. So you think you're about to use me to oh no. So that was another red flag. But anyway. But like what is your wife? Where is your wife? That's what I said. I said, where is she at? Cause she cause that by then they were married. Where is she at? Did you go? Heck no. Oh, okay. I ghosted him. <laughs> I said I don't have AAA no more. I don't even know no tow companies. I, I don't even. I don't even know no no tow companies. You know what? We do need to have a conversation on ghosting. We need a full episode on how to ghost correctly. No, no, there is no. Yes, there's a proper way to ghost. But anyway, back to what we were saying on closure, I, especially with because I feel like. After we have that conversation and I'm like, I don't want to do this no more. And and you say, we can try to figure it out. I think I've been trying to break up with somebody. Well, I, I didn't break up. Let me tell y'all something. The funniest stuff be happening to me. I'm going to tell y'all this one because it's just, it's just this funny. It was a guy I was talking to. He ended up moving out of town. Fine and dandy. He moved out of town. So I barely see him. Never, I mean, seen him probably when he was in town. We, because we had just started talking right before he moved. So now he out of town, and he's like, "My job won't let me leave, and I, I can't get off to come there to see you." And if I'm like, "Well, I'll come and see you," oh no, I ain't gonna have time to see you if you come here to see me. I'm like, so this ain't gonna work. I can't just keep texting and every blue month because we're on opposite schedule. You work nights and I work days, and we can't figure out how to Facetime sometimes. But all you want to do, you want me to text more. I be tired of texting. So I've talk, I've said a million times to this individual, this is not gonna work. 
you can't come and see me. I can't come and see you. Please stop. Like, let's stop. Then he goes in. I just need you to tell me you love me. How am I going to tell you I love you? You are crazy. For real. Can you let me, can you start forwarding these text can messages we, to me? Matter of fact, I want you to get my phone and do and close, can you, can close that whole box for me. You can just forward them to me and I'll respond for you. You know, I'm just saying. Because you would have a lot of those people texting you back if I text them back. <laughs> I, I, I need you to do something because that one was like, that blows my mind every day. I ain't heard from you in a minute. If I don't text you, you don't text me because there's nothing to talk about. I've broken up or stopped this like at least eight times. How do you get somebody to understand closure? That's where we need to go. Brittany, Brittany, Brittany. I just need to block them. No means no. No means no. Bye means bye. And you have to mean it. You cannot unblock after you block. You cannot call after you say, we need to go our separate ways. You cannot, oh, I've had a change of heart. Or a drunken, what are you doing text? Or, you know, those kind of things. You can't do that. You just have to say, throw that shade you just tried to throw. No, I'm not throwing shade at you. I'm saying in general. Okay. I did not say Brittany. Don't be texting these people drunk. I didn't say that. You, you didn't have to say that that time like that. I'm just telling you. I'm reiterating. We got to take this post down because I don't like our conversation in this one. We are not sharing this. This one cannot go any further than here. If you weren't on, you cannot hear this one. Audio will be up in the morning, people. So, anyway. I hope not. I want to cancel this whole, this, I'm a, I vote that we not, that we take this whole one down. Take this whole thing down. Why? No. This is a good no. conversation. But I mean, for real, no, no, I'm just joking. You no, know, I don't care. No. In real life, no means I, to You're some right? people. Uh huh. To some people. No, no. I mean, literally, Brittany. People can't have access to you unless you allow them to. That's a good one. So as long as you allow them to have access to you, then no doesn't mean no. You said what? That's all I need to hear on that one. I have nothing else to say. Thank you for listening to another episode of the British Chronicles podcast. Live from everywhere. (laughs) Oh, that shade you just finished. You guys, we thank you for tuning in with us tonight. Meet us back here next Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight time, Eastern Standard Time. Ish. Eight-ish. Eight-ish, yes. Peace out. Good night. Bye, y'all. Thank y'all for joining us, per usual.